we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone. This is Eddie Estrada with the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Now, I have a very, very, very special guest this week for this week in Bravo Top 5. I know you guys have seen so many fantastic, fun people come in and share the stage, but there's only one king to the co-host throne. And that is Armin. Armin is finally back for this week in Bravo Top 5. Arms, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's been three weeks. It's been a long time. Yeah. Aaron Martin was amazing. Yes. Jessica was amazing. Yes. So I'm glad that you had them on, but I'm glad to be back too. Uh, for those who don't know what this is, this is This Week in Bravo Top 5, and it is our weekly show where we break down the top five stories in the Bravoverse that happen off screen. We also share our hot and Bravo moment of the week where we tell you what's got us hot and bothered on our Bravo screens. Now, our top two stories in the hot and Bravo moment of the week are exclusively on our Patreon. So if you guys want to check that out, plus a ton of other exciting, cool benefits that we have on our Patreon, please check it out at patreon.com slash hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, as you know, we are, we're, I would say we're pretty tight with Peter Madrigal at this point. We've done two interviews. <laughs> You've hung out with him one on one. I don't know if we're tight with Peter Madrigal. Hey. It's semantics, right? So it all depends on how you perceive being tight. We are acquaintances. We've had a bottle of wine together, the three of us. Yes. Right? Uh, and we, he's a good conversationalist. He's a good, he's a good person to have around. Yeah. We, he dabbles we, in everything, right? He watches movies, TV. He can talk about anything. And I feel like he's everywhere right now in the best way where he has his like hands and everything. You know, he's managing Sir. And he also told us about his game, which I've been playing, which is the Peterific Slots, Celebrity Slots. Have you had a chance to play yet? I played once. I'm sorry to say that I haven't played more. I'm not a big games guy on my phone i'm not a big games guy in general i used to love games i used to play them all the time i don't know i think it's just a bandwidth thing i just i'm so busy no i understand my thing (laughs) my thing is is like i love slot games because i can just turn them on and i just let them sit and it's more of like me glancing over and seeing like a big win it's like that like it's that juice (laughs) exactly it gets me that juice but this is our number five story is that peter is not the only one who's gonna have one of these slot games now really yes Vicky Gunvalson just <laughs> announced that she's going to have her own slot machine game coming in the fall. Vicky Riffick? Hey, if Vicky Riffick slots, I would love it. But they haven't announced the name yet. I'm sure it's going to be called, like maybe like Whoop It Up slots or like the OG oh, of the that. OC. What's fun about these slot games is they are tailored to the person. So the entire game is just around this person. Andy Cohen and Watch What Happens Live, this is me getting into like my slots knowledge. Like they, Andy Cohen and Watch What Happens Live has a deal with um, My Vegas Slots, which is another slot game that's on Facebook, has a um, mobile game as well where you can use it for real deals and real prizes in vegas which i've used before i've gotten like free bottomless mimosas and stuff so shout out to that right and peter's game does the same thing but peter's games are prizes that are associated with him so right now what's been going on is is tournaments is you can get one-on-one 
FaceTimes with Peter. Like that's the that's like the prize. hang out in person. No, on I mean, well, you can't hang out with anyone wherever they are in the world. So you get a FaceTime with him. Oh, okay, literally yeah. FaceTime. Literally okay. FaceTime one on one. I'm sure there's more prizes coming soon. But how cool would that be to have her with Vicky? Like you win the slot tournament, and then it's like, I mean, FaceTime Vicky. I would love it. I'm good. I would love it. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, how can I get some Kodo insurance up in here? We need to talk. That's the thing. I know she would try to sell me Kodo insurance, and that's just really annoying to me. If it was Kelly Dodd, oh, sign me up. So maybe let because me, I think Kelly Dodd actually would be a great conversation. So let me ask you this question: If you could choose one Bravo celebrity to have a slots game that you would play for whatever reason to win a prize with them, who would it be? So what you're asking essentially is. Who do I most want to FaceTime with? Exactly. Through a slot game. You also want to be able to... You Current able to, or all time? All time. Because Vicky's a friend of. <laughs> right. Good point. Bethany is up there. Yeah. My mind immediately went to Bethany. I also thought about Ariana. Oh, Ariana. Maybe she Ariana a, and Tom could have one together, I think would be fun. I'm, no, I'm good. Ariana by, I'm good. Does Ariana by herself? <laughs> well, she has wide ranging interests. Yes. Saucy would be good. A lot of the Vanderpump Rules cast would be good. If I just want to have like a ton of laughs, give me Sonia Morgan. Sonia Morgan. Sonia would be so much fun. See, I would love more of like a cooking kitchen Sonia Morgan game where it's like you're one of Sonia Morgan's interns and you have to do all this <laughs> stuff around her house. Like, you know, one of the, those crazy cooking kitchens where it's like put the make the burger or like make the milkshake while you're also trying to serve all the people. Well, you knew one of Sonia Morgan's former interns. Um, the first Sonia Morgan intern. The very first one. The, the one the, who gave her the idea yes. of having interns. Yes, I do know. He was actually... Did he like the experience? I mean, he loves Sonia Morgan. He's still friends with her now. So I'm going to try to get him on. We'll try to get him on the podcast. But Right. Uh, he but has expressed interest. He has. Um, but, I mean, hilarious that Vicky is now the next person to have a slots game. I'm going to play it. You know, I'm stoked for it. I actually got second in a tournament on Peter's the other day. <laughs> You play so much. I mean, I don't. I mean, you play it, but it's 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 automatic, so you could just like hold down the button and then it just does. For it me, by where is the fun in that? If you're just pressing a button and putting it off to the side and I don't forgetting know. about My, it, like, what is it? The serotonin like drops whenever like <laughs> I see a win. It's like big win. I'm like hmm, fake money. Who would you most want to Facetime with? Oh gosh, this is crazy. Um, Tabitha. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm Tabitha and I'm taking over. I'm Tabitha and I'm taking over. I'd probably like, I'd probably like Lisa Renna. Like, let's be real. For right. Me, for Lisa me, it's, it's Lisa But Renna. I'm surprised it's not Shannon Bedore. See, the thing is, is that I would enjoy FaceTiming with Shannon Bedore, but I feel like Lisa Renna would be more fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But she's I feel a like, ball of energy. I feel like Lisa Rinna, I would be so nervous to meet her in person <laughs> that I need the FaceTime prior. Okay. So I just I need that one-on-one FaceTime and I feel like it would be most enjoyable with her. How about Stasi? You love Stasi. Yeah, but Stasi's another one. I'm well, I did meet her in person and I was such a nerd. But I was like, we both went to LMU Lions, and she was like, uh-huh, like let's <laughs> take the photo and move on. And I'm like, uh-huh, I love you. But I don't know. She's another one where I feel like she would get bored. She'd be like, Okay, we're we still doing this. No, the FaceTime in general. Oh. But you could talk to her about Game of Thrones. You could talk to her yeah, about my one, her my one season I watched. The one season you watched. And the Game of Thrones and uh, Game recaps. Of Thrones. Yeah. She would love that, wouldn't she? I could talk to her about like ghosts and stuff and like murderers. Yeah. And, you know, that's all. Yeah, you're interested in that too. Yeah. I'm, I love that kind of stuff. But, there you go. Um, speaking of <laughs> serial killers and now serial 
daters. <laughs> that was a bad transition, but it's what I'm using because she could be a serial killer for all we know. Our number four story is here. A housewife is single. Do you know who it is? Who? Danielle Staub. Shocker, shocker, right? The thing with this story, for me at least, is that does this even constitute news? Danielle Staub either dating or being single. Neither one of which to me ever constitutes news. Because when is she not in this cycle of getting engaged, breaking off the engagement and being single, then getting engaged, maybe even getting married at one point or another? I mean, she has literally been engaged 27 times. I mean, for me, it was news because remember she was supposed to be like Duchess or something because this guy was a Duke. Again, it's just a part of the Daniel Staub life cycle. Hey, she could have been the new Luann, Countess Luann, Duchess, Duchess Danielle. Sure. And it would have lasted six months or maybe 18 months, but then she would have been single again. She, We know for sure she's been engaged now 20 times, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, because we know it was 19 times well, 10 years ago. Well, no, it was 19 times and then she got engaged and married and then she got divorced. So she's at like 21 or 22 at, at least. At least 21 or 22. This is absurd. I hope. That's why it's not news to me. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was news because I was like, oh, because I because they were supposed to get married in March. So right. I was expecting like, oh, maybe they just and then delayed. it was called off. Yeah, there was like the big drama. So I was like still thinking that she was dating this guy and there could possibly be a wedding. Maybe we were going to see something on Ronge. And that's why we were like not hearing about them forever. But no, it's just <laughs> they're broken up and she's ready to, you know, do her thing again. Do you think we'll see and- single Danielle on Next season? No, because next season already stopped filming. filming. Yeah. And actually the timing of it is quite interesting because they have broken up essentially shortly after filming stopped. <laughs> we know how that usually goes. The reasons for those things. So Yep. Um We speculated once upon a time that maybe Vicky got engaged this last year. Mm-hmm to have a good storyline for RHOC, to maybe get out from under that friend of label. And Daniel Sab 100% got engaged uh, for Ranj. And guess what? It didn't work out. Didn't work out. Oh, poor thing. I'm really not sad. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty telling that we're filming this today on Friday the 13th and <laughs> But I just I'm just interested to see how many men this uh, Black Widow can, you know, tally up in her court. It's, what's what's your prediction? Let's say over under 37.5. Engagement. Over. <laughs> okay, the thing the thing is uh, the thing is the about Danielle Staub is that yes, she's batshit crazy, but she's actually still very like attractive and men are drawn to her like crazy. It's like the it's the skill. It's like the hotter they are, the crazier they are. You know what I mean? Wasn't that on like how to get how I met your mother where it was like the he Barney shows like the hotter a woman gets, the crazier she is kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I do think Danielle Staub is attractive in Jersey standards. Um, <laughs> that so, qualifier is so rude. <laughs> it's true. You, are you oh, saying you Jersey saying has wrong? worse standards? No. I'm just saying. That's the implication. I'm just saying she's very Jersey. <laughs> okay. And so it's the aesthetic you're referring to. It's 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 not that the standards are lower. No, it's the Jersey aesthetic. Like, okay. and that's why she's able to bag all these Jersey men left and right is because she <laughs> is like what these men want from Jersey. You know what I mean? It's like she's a cop without a badge. Exactly. It's like it's like this mysterious, crazy, hot Jersey girl, and they're like, I need it. I need it. She's oh gonna keep gosh. bagging men till the day she dies. She's gonna be in her grave getting divorces. It's nuts. It's totally wild. But uh, this story is not. 
It's not. The but, overarching, though, narrative of Daniel Staub's life um, could be the subject of a book. Oh, wait. It is. It already is. <laughs> well, speaking of Jersey, we have another ongoing story that we like to give you guys touch-ups on. And this is story number three this week. And it is about the Judiches. So as you know, Joe is awaiting the case for his um, court appeal for his deportation, essentially. So the judge has ruled that he's going to be deported and he needs to figure out, you know, exactly what's going to go down and if he's able to stop this so he doesn't have to go back to Italy. But there's another part of this case that is happening right now and it's whether or not he'll be able to go home and spend time with his family and his daughters as he awaits this final trial. Right. Because while his prison sentence is over, uh, the case of his deportation is not. And he's so been detained. He's, he's been stuck in a detention center despite the fact that he's already served time. So he's trying to see if in the meantime, while his deportation case is going on, he can at least stay at home with his daughters and yeah. his wife rather than stay in a detention center, which I think makes sense. I, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, I don't think it's a privilege that many get. I, have you watched Orange is the New Black, the most recent season? I haven't watched any season. Okay. Well, in the most recent season, they do touch a lot on um, detention centers and immigration. Uh, that's part of like you know this whole thing. And even just the detention centers for people who aren't arrested or in prison it's no, essentially a prison no i know but because there are injustices in other places does not mean we should extend the injustice even further no and i agree <laughs> but i just i mean i i do hope he gets to go home with his daughters i hope there's justice in all of these cases exactly yeah. but just detention centers in general are just not cool <laughs> me yeah and in this specific case, he has served his time. He did. He's awaiting an answer on his deportation. There are methods to prevent him from fleeing. Also, fleeing is kind of like the antithesis of right now his perp- the purpose yeah, of his appeal. If he's- he wanted to stay, he wouldn't leave. Exactly. So he's not going to flee if that is what the judges or anybody is worried about, right? Because then he might as well just go on his merry way. Uh, so, and of course, you know, they could, Put an ankle monitor on him. Oh, they do could take away Lindsay his Lindsay pass- Lohan style. They could take away his passport. There are so many ways they could just make sure he's under house arrest, ostensibly. And the other thing is, like, he didn't serve time for like hurting anyone. It's or, a nonviolent. It's crime. a nonviolent crime. Yeah, it was still a crime, but he's not a danger to himself or others. And I just feel so bad for the girls because all they want is their dad. It must be so. It must have been so hard for Gia to. Because as we know, Gia just moved into Rutgers, I think like two weeks ago or last week. and Some major life events without her father. Yeah, and she's not able Learning to... how to drive. Yeah, all those Getting her things. driver's license. Graduating from high school. Getting into college. So it would be nice if he could be there. At least for a little bit. Because she's the oldest. Exactly. So there's these three younger daughters who, are, who have these big life moments coming up. Now, Teresa said if he was deported, she wouldn't go with him. Which is is understandable. Which is understandable. Do you think that if he were to go home during this essentially like period of wait before his deportation, if that reconnection between the two could change anything or is Joe sleeping on the couch and the (laughs) new boyfriend upstairs? I'm skeptical there could be... Allegedly. Allegedly, right. (laughs) I'm skeptical there could be a, a reconnection with them. Um, a rekindling of the love, 
But you never know. They have a long history. It's not like uh, they got together later in life. They're, they've been together since she was, what, in her teens, I want to say. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Because they were family friends, the two families, and they've known each other forever. They've been with each other forever. Uh, so, obviously, they have a strong connection. They have four kids together, and there's always potential, right? There's always potential there's always that, that they can rekindle that flame. But... Obviously, he betrayed her in a big-time way. She had to serve time because of him. Um, she had to go through a lot of adversity and hardship taking care of these four she girls. She had to go to prison, too. Right. right. I already mentioned that, yeah. though. That she went to prison for, for 11 months. Yeah. And and then, obviously, now that he's gone to prison for four-plus years, all the things that she's had, had to uh, go through during those years, uh, being a single mother. It's it's tough. It's tough. It'd be really hard to reconcile, um, uh, but it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. What do you think? I mean, it depends on how yoked he got in prison. <laughs> Why does it always have to be about the aesthetics? For I mean, do you think this is? A, do you think this would in any way be decided on superficiality? I feel like Teresa could get a hot guy. Well, if that's, that's the, the issue. That's the thing. Is Teresa got hot in prison? But do you think though, like this will ultimately come down to whether or not he is hot? No. Come on. This is going to have to be an emotional repair. No, I know. But like at the same same time, if he's eye candy, it makes the, it eases the pain a little bit more. I mean, if he has the same rock and bot as that 25-year-old, she has, you know, assisting her. Uh-uh. Uh, well, those are the rumors that, that Joe has gotten quite fit. What do I you mean, think? I'd like to see that. It's that, it's that, it's, it's that Monique... Uh, I'd like to see that, or that's. I like to see that. Well, because you know, I love Joe Gorga. Gorga. Could he outdo Joe Joe Gorga? Absolutely not. No one can outdo physique. No, there's no way. Joe Gorga is a Greek god. No, he's he's not even a Greek god. He's an Italian god. I'm skeptical though, Eddie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think they'll get back together. As much as I hope for the kids and those girls rely on their parents, I think um, they aren't gonna get back together. And I have a feeling. Something in me tells me that possibly Melania will go with him to Italy. Maybe one of she or, loves. I feel Joe. like yeah. You know what I mean. I feel like well, at she least would one clip of his daughters. toenails. Yeah, maybe she's gonna they go had to such Italy. Such a tight connection. What, what do you think that could happen if one of the kids wants to go with him, or maybe two of the kids? I'd be surprised. It's a big lifestyle change. It is. There's a language barrier. Of course, a lot of people in Italy speak English, but. To succeed, to get a job, um, to form strong friendships, likely would have to learn Italian. I don't think they speak Italian. Well, she can learn. She learned how to rap, so (laughs) she can learn Italian. It would require a a lot of hard work. It It would require being willing to go through that culture shock. It's a lot, Eddie. I would be surprised if any of them went with... Um, so I'm sure they are fighting tooth and nail to have him be able to stay. And by the way, we also haven't mentioned the crux of the major, major crux of the issue for Teresa. And that is that her mother passed shortly after she returned from prison. So that's why she has been so pissed at Joe. Um, because as she explained it, Joe took away, you know, 11 months that she could have had with her mother. Like the final year, essentially with her mother. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't see that being repaired. If, if he does stay. Do you think, I mean, we've been talking about if he leaves, it's over, whatever. There's no way to repair this emotional relationship. If he were to stay, would they keep their relationship? No, I think they would get divorced and I think he would stay on Ranj. 
as her ex, but also they would co-parent. I think it would be kind of in, in, good for, in, if we're talking purely TV narratives, it would, oh, 100%. it would be interesting. Well, that was the thing was Vicky, or not Vicky, Wendy Williams came after Andy on Watch What Happens Live. And she, they were talking about Joe and she's like, Andy, do not give them their own show. And Andy's like, what? And she's like, no matter what, if he gets out, don't give them their, don't give those two their own show, like a solo show. Um, and I was like, well, Wendy's already thinking about that. And I was like, well, I think a lot of people were thinking about that. If Joe were to stay or Joe were to leave, there'd be like this Teresa and Joe show where it's like life after lockup, you know, love <laughs> after lockup, like the Bravo version. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they could carry their own show. Not nowadays. Not, I think maybe like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They totally. I would have been eating that shit up. It was the Teresa show. It was I mean, all about Teresa and her friends and her family. Well, we're going to talk about that soon because our season finale of Housewives Herstory this year, we just announced. Oh, right. Um, well, I don't know if we announced it yet. We haven't we... announced it yet, but you say it. You might as well. You just tease it out. I teased it out. <laughs> well, we're going to be doing Real Housewives of New Jersey seasons one and two together. So we're going to be doing the whole history right. of um, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Ronge, the Teresa show. We're going to go deep into it. So I'm excited because I feel like that's we'll- going to be the final Housewives history of 2019. And then we have a whole slate already decided for 2020, guys- which will not be revealed yet. But that's going to be oh, really exciting. I can't wait to tease it all out. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's so many fun things coming. Um, so I think that finishes our first three stories for today, right? Yes, it does. Um, if you guys want to get the la- the top last two stories, stories number one and two, and our hot and bravo moment of the week. You guys can totally do that. Just go to patreon.com slash H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D and subscribe to our Patreon. We have old episodes that are extended as well. If you want to hear the other stories that we have, we have exclusive content. We have a reality rewind special that we have on Patreon. So all those fun things. Thank you so much for listening to this week in top Bravo top five. Armin, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. I mean, it's not hard to have you because you're always here, but it's nice to have you on. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time.